Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Lucky Rants, and welcome back to Anime Casuals. I'm your host, Lucky, and today we're looking at the top 10 of the week, according to Anime Corner, at least. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this will be this will be interesting. Uh, so this is actually of the season. It's not even of the week. So, the, you know, so it's pretty much just all the, the top 10 anime of the summer. So I've watched uh, most of these. I think there's... Hmm. No, I've watched uh, watched all of these. I haven't finished all of these, so I can't say in conclusion, you know what what I think about all this. Uh, but uh, there there are some on here that I can give my my feedback on. At number ten, we have Octope of I think it's actually Octope on White Sand. I don't know why I keep keep putting it as Octope of White Sand. Uh, but this was a very interesting anime. I fell off of it pretty hard. It's definitely something I want to get back into. Uh, I, I think this was definitely one of those those gems that I knew were going to be overlooked. I just didn't know it was going to be overlooked by me. Uh, <laughs> that was the the main issue with this anime was that I it, it I guess it wasn't as action packed or as uh, I guess fast flowing as other anime that I was watching at the time. So now that it's all now that like the the what would you call it? like the rush hour or the the I don't know even what you want to call it, but the the hustle of trying to get all these anime uh, watched is over. I can kind of, although I will say this, I haven't watched you know completely everything everything, but I would like to go back to Octop and White Sand uh, to get a better idea of it. For people that don't know, Octop and White Sand is about an idol, a, a previous idol who uh, eventually stepped down from being an idol to give somebody else a chance, and eventually. Uh, kind of withered away from the idol industry. She was working behind the scenes for a while, and then eventually quit being in, in the idol industry. Uh, found, ended up, tra you know, traversing the, the you know Japan, and eventually found a an aquarium where she ended up having a vision, and you know, kind of saw it as a revelation, and decided to decided to say, "Hey, I want to work here." I I don't, you know, she didn't really know anything about aquariums or anything like that but it was almost like a, a second chance for her and it kind of goes from there um it, it's a mixture of uh, hmm, i don't even i, I it has some sci-fi elements of it uh some fantastical elements of it but it's mostly a slice of life uh you know uh slice of life excuse me a slice of life that is yeah, it's mostly around the aquarium. Like, it's mostly, you know, you get to see real behind-the-scenes stuff, like dealing with the uh, penguin health issues and all that other stuff. So, uh, it's very—it's got a very, like, interesting appeal to it. And, it, and dude, the water graphics, though, are, uh, are amazing. Like, whenever I get to see really good water graphics in an anime, oh, just mwah, so good. Uh, next up at number nine is How a Realist Hero Rebuilt the Kingdom. Um, I don't know... Uh, man, I really liked how a realist hero rebuilt the kingdom. I, I don't know if I'd have it this low, but it, it freaking awesome, awesome show. Uh, really had a lot. By the way, uh, we we did talk a little bit about these in uh, yesterday, so I'm not gonna go too much into this. Uh, I, I think actually I talked. We talked about pretty much every single one of these anime, so I'm not gonna go too deep into this. Uh, but yeah, how a realist hero rebuilt the kingdom. Very interesting take on the isekai genre instead of having an OP character. Uh, having a character who ha whose overly realistic uh, expectations ended up uh, or over real realistic uh, approach to things 
ends up uh, making him a better leader than the current leader. Current leader ends up uh, giving the throne up to him and takes it from there. Uh, yeah, I like I like a lot of the the, the surrounding character, the surrounding the background characters as well, the side characters as well. Uh, they all have a very interesting place in the story, and each one of them sh- like serves their purpose very well. One of them a little bit uh, not used as much. But I'm interested to see where they take this particular character. Uh, number eight is Life Lessons with Uramichi Onisan. Great show. I just finished it yesterday. Uh, had a blast with it. And has a very unique uh, way of telling the story in the sense that it's a kid's show. Yeah, sorry, it's a, it's a guy who is like Blues, Steve from Blue's Clues or Mr. Rogers where he is kid oriented you know he, he talks to a bunch of kids and in, in, on a tv show uh but every now and then he slips uh, some reality into uh the realities of being an adult into uh his conversations with the kids by mistake so that's always fun to watch uh number seven is sukumichi moonlit fantasy great isekai um you know i i do agree by the way one isekai that's not on here that i really did like but I can understand why people wouldn't put it on this list is uh, Serai Ginsoki, Spirit Chronicles. I I got to admit, towards the end of the season, it kind of fizzled out. It, it fizzled out just a little bit. I, I think they needed to... Uh, I, I think it went a little too fast. And from what I heard from people that read the manga, it went a lot fast. It sped through a bunch of parts. So there is that. I And I did hear there was kind of... The anime was kind of a, a way for them to go after... Uh, some revenue, you know, get some get some people interested in it. So, but anyway, Sukumichi was was great through and through. It had the the appeal of this, you know, OP anime character, you know, he skied into another world, just like I was talking about when we were talking about uh, um, how Realist Hero rebuilt the kingdom, right? Uh, when you when I watched this anime. It felt all very familiar, but at the same time, it had a very unique charm to it in the sense that, uh, in the sense that people loved, uh, sorry, in in the sense of people uh, around the character really loved him, but it was weird. He was getting shunned by the goddess herself, which is typically not exactly, so that's more of a Konosuba approach, right? Like uh, Aqua ends up sending, um, she's, I can't remember, uh, Kazuma to another world and he gets his revenge by bringing her with him. You know what I mean? So there, there is, there are other anime out there like that, but typically these kind of anime, cause like Ray zero, there's the witch who is, who really loves uh, Subaru. You know what I'm saying? So it's not very often that somebody who is taken from another world ends up getting uh, completely shunned by the goddess that, that uh, summons them. You know what I mean? That's uh, that's I I fucking I absolutely love it, dude. I love that kind of shit. Um, anyway, let's go over to the next one. That time I got reincarnated as slime, season two, part two. Great end to the season. Uh, you know, like like we were me and uh, Michael were talking about yesterday. Uh, one of the problems with it, it kind of happened with like a six episode stint where they were just talking. I didn't think that it. I didn't think that the slowdown uh, deserved as much vitriol. Is that even what the hell does that word even mean? I, I, I really wanted to sound smart, but uh, it, uh, it, it it didn't. I really don't know what vitriol means. I'll be real with you. <laughs> uh, what does vitriol mean? 
Vanilla harsh acoustic language or criticism political. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I, I don't think it was worth all the vitriol <laughs> that everybody was giving it. You know, I was hearing it a lot on Reddit in particular that a lot of people were kind of annoyed that the first six episodes were just talking. But you have to realize that this is season two, part two. So it it season two, part one had already ramped up to a good point. And then crazy action, and then season two, part two had to kind of ramp up again. So, anyway, I really liked, uh, really liked it. Um, it'll be interesting to see where they go from here because I don't know how many more seasons they're going to pump out. I can, I can foresee at least, at least two, two more, at least two more full seasons, like of twenty-four episodes. But we'll see if that if that ends up happening. Anyway, number five is the case study of Anitas. Very, very good, uh, good anime. I, I was not a big fan of the dubbed, but you know, I think it's because I watched the sub first. Uh, did I? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched all twelve episodes. Very, uh, you know, awesome uh, animation. Awesome, uh, uh, dude. I really like the 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 chemistry between the characters. You know, because it seems like it's going to be these two characters, and it ends up being you know three characters, four characters. Um, got it. it is the main two characters, right? There are two main characters in this. There is Vanitas and Noe. I guess I'll say it like everybody else does, Vanitas. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, then there starts to be more characters around them that end up shaping their journey quite a bit. As you go through this, you'll see what I mean. Um, and I was actually pleasantly, pleasantly surprised with some other side characters that showed up a little bit later. So anyway, we have that at number five. Number four, the Duke of Death and his maid. By the way, I'll just point out that I think, what, one, two, three, four, yeah, about four of these are on Funimation. So Funimation's really killing it, this, this, uh, this go around. Uh, anyway, sorry, the Duke of Death and his maid. I really need to catch up on this one. This one was one that I was hyping. I was so hyped up about, and I just, oh, dude, I dropped off so hard, dude. Dropped off so hard. I'm on episode, like, four or five, but I do have to say, man, there's just a real charm about the aesthetic, the the gothic feel of it, the uh, the 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 idea of a, of a, what would you call it? You know, this, this, this time-old tradition of doing... Um, forbidden romance right but this is truly you can tell that both of these people want each other but literally if he touches her she's dead right that is that i think that is like a really cool and unique way of of showing the forbidden romance you know it, it reminds me of a, something similar when i watched the incredible hulk with the one with edward norton where uh you know he he wants to be with uh he wants to be with betty ross is that her name betty ross uh, but he can't because he's got this, he's got the Hulk in him, right? And, you know, that Hulk could happen at any point. Um, you know, I remember they were <laughs> in the movie, they were about, they were about to have sex. And he was just like, oh, I, I gotta, I gotta stop. Cause if, if his heartbeat goes up too high, he could turn into the Hulk, which I was like, oh man, dude, that would be, that'd be crazy. You're having sex and then you turn into the Hulk. But anyway, I'll leave that, uh, leave that up to your imagination. Uh, number three, remake our life. Dude, I want this second season so bad. They ended up on a big, big cliffhanger and I really need it. Um, one of the things that I, I appreciate about this is the, is the main character's, uh, fortitude going forward. You know what I mean? Um, at first he's this, uh, what would you call it? Like a game developer, producer, that kind of thing. Uh, that's, you know, just hits rock bottom, you know, just absolutely hits rock bottom, ends up getting a second chance, ends up kind of messing up other people's lives because of how much he is doing. So when I see that, you know, that's when I was like, oh, wow, this is a very unique take. And that's all I'll say about Remake Our Life. 
Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed this. If you're a 20, if you're past the age of 25 and realize that your life has amounted to nothing, this is the anime for you, which is why it was the anime for me. Uh, number two, Girlfriend, Girlfriend, another one that I totally dropped off on. Uh, really do want to check this out. I, Johnny told me this, this definitely, uh, it, it definitely gets, you know, just as, it's just as good as the beginning, uh, which is awesome to, for me to hear. Uh, we ended up leaving him at, uh, at the hotel when he was here in Austin and, uh, you know, decided to, and he decided to just watch all girlfriend, girlfriend told me it was great. I would like to see it. I'll be real with you. Um, the main character is, is a little annoying. The guy, you know, I, I mean, typically that that's how it is in harems, right? Like Kazia from Run a Girlfriend. But man, this guy is really starting to annoy me just because he's so rigid that and then these girls are like, he's so rigid in his ideals. I need him. It's like, man, dude, something about that pisses me off more than the the protagonist where they got nothing going on for them. You know, I don't know what it is. I don't know what the hell it is. I think it's because I can't I can't see myself in that guy's shoes. You know what I mean? Which is typically what a harem's supposed to be, right? You're supposed to be able to see yourself in that guy's shoes. Can't see myself in this guy's shoes because he's kind of an idiot, you know? It's kind of an idiot, very rigid, but you know. Either way, uh, the girls in this are are great. I do like all of their different personalities, and they they do show uh, do show a lot of variance. So it's it's very cool to see that. There's one that I haven't seen yet, so it'll be you know it'll be cool to see that. Uh, number one, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S. So I agree with this one to a certain extent. Um, I, I do think it is a, it was a very good season. Um, definitely expanded a lot more on the first season and uh, not expanded on, I, I, I would say that it, it was, it was better in, in the, than the first season because they didn't have to do the, they didn't have to do like the, they didn't have to introduce new characters, right? Like they only introduced Ilulu in the beginning and then they kind of went off from there. They didn't really do too much else. Like I, I, I kind of forgot that the first part of the season was Ilulu versus them. And then all this crazy stuff happening. Cause after that, it kind of just went back to slice of life. Which I think is it's bread and butter. I think if at, at its heart, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid is a is a slice of life, right? Whenever it gets crazy, though, I'm welcome to it, right? I'm welcome to a crazy slice of life anime, right? Uh, I'm crazy to I'm I'm I mean I'm uh, you know I, I like the the dude, I love the action scenes. It's almost like they save all of their budget for these big ass action scenes, whereas sometimes you can tell somebody blew all their budget in one scene and then you're like oh okay we're not gonna see anything like that again cool all right um but yeah i i i absolutely loved it i i thought it was uh, i thought it was a great uh, anime uh, i don't know about having it number one of the summer season but i i'd have it in my top four i'd have it in my top four for sure i i don't know what i'd have as number one if i'm being real with you so I, that's why i'm not i'm not too mad at it i think it's a great uh I think it's a great one to put up there, but I don't know what I would put as my number one. So, you know, maybe if I finished Duke of Death and his maid, maybe I would actually, I'd have that as my number one. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but, dude, I, I don't know. I really like to remake our life. There's something about that anime that really got me. So, anyway, uh, why don't we do one more, one little Reddit, like, quick little Reddit uh, question right here. And uh, we'll go ahead and set you guys out on your, your Saturday way. Or, I guess it would be... I don't even know if it, you know, depending on where you're listening to this from, you know, and when you're listening to this from, I'll send you on your way after this. Uh, what's your top five anime that you would like to rewatch? Uh, here's here's this person's top five anime that they would like to rewatch. Uh, Samurai Champloo, My Hero Academia, Demon Slayer, uh, Mob Psycho 100, and Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, well, I rewatched Samurai Champloo pretty recently. Um, one that I really would like to do, but ah, there's so much time. It'd be a big time investment would be you Hakusho. Um, next one, a little bit less of a, of a 
time requirement, but uh, Roroni Kenshin, uh, that that one that one's a really high up there. That one's really high up there on my list to, to rewatch. Um, okay, so this isn't exactly a rewatch, but I watched one episode of this when I was v- way too young to be watching it, and I, it freaked me out. But I would like to see it now that I'm now that I'm uh, older. Is Paranoia Agent? Uh, it's it's a very weird show, man. Like I, I, I mean, it sounds just as uh, it's just as fucking crazy as it sounds. You know what I mean? Um, like if, from what I remembered, right? Um, there was this kid with a golden baseball bat just beating the shit out of people, and I don't really know why I did it. Uh, <laughs> it's just such a weird and interesting anime uh, that. I don't know. I really, I really want to check it out. I really, I do want to see, see it, uh, you know, see it again. You know, one that I, I don't know why, dude. I can just rewatch this one anytime. Is re, uh, Real Life, dude? It's a lot like Remake Our Life, uh, but dude, Real Life just had had some real shit in it, man. And I, I like anime that get into the nitty gritty of what it means to be a human being and what it means to be a failure. Because I mean, that's like the story of my life half the time. Sorry if I sound like very self-deprecating this episode. I just woke up from a nap, so. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, dude, real life is is oh, it's such a good anime. I mean, I did just watch the regular uh, rewatch the uh, regular at Magic High School. Um, so I already clicked that one off. Although it is, it's a very fun anime. Um, hmm. I don't know if I can pick a fifth one. Um, man, you know. Uh, maybe maybe something like Somali in the in the forest spirit. I don't know if I could rewatch that one again because a lot of it tugs on your heartstrings, and whenever there is something that tugs on your heartstrings that much, like obviously real life does tug on your heartstrings, but uh, yeah, that that anime uh, Somali in the the forest spirit that that one definitely hits you in the heartstrings hard, bro. So hmm, yeah, I could see myself rewatching that. That that'd be a good one. Um, what are some that you guys would want to rewatch? Because I don't know what your criteria would be to rewatch an anime. Is it uh, good action scenes? Is it a, a, a good story that even after you watch it, you can rewatch it again? You know, like those people who can re reread books and stuff. Um, if anything, you know, I just reread. Uh, well, I just reread. I'm rereading through Berserk right now, trying to catch up to where I left off. Uh, and I'm having a lot of fun with it, guys. I love Berserk. I love Guts, dude. He's just such a good character. You know, every single time he's in, in a situation, you just want to root for the dude, man. Like, I, I don't know what it is. Like, whenever life craps on somebody so much, you just, you feel so, uh, man, I'm so here I am self-deprecating again. But, dude, I just feel a kinship with that. You know, just having life crap on you. But you never give up. I mean, that is, I mean, and, you know, I, dude. Guts has been crapped on more times than anybody that I've ever seen in an anime. I mean, it is crazy how much crap he has had to endure. But luckily for me that you guys have endured this much of this podcast. Thank you for guys for listening. If you guys would like to check out All Things Casual, you can check it out at the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at AnimeCasuals with an S, real R-E-A-L, at gmail.com. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.